The following comes to you through Podbean.com in the artist realm with Sylvia Stein. Here we go. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Sylvia Stein, and welcome to another one-on-one -on, -one on In the Artist Realm. Today is going to be a very special show. I'm really, really excited to, to have who I'm, I'm going to have on today. This woman has been so inspirational to me. She gave me, you know, the, uh, the first uh, interview, a radio interview on her show, the Cooks and Books show, Urban Nation Radio. Um, and she's, she has so many multifaceted things that she does. She's an educator, an author, a food critic, so many things. It's, and I am so blessed to have her here today. And I want to welcome to the show, without further ado, Miss Adria Robbins. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, Miss Stein. Happy New Year. On your show. And, um, much well, if you had not pushed me, you, you, you play a very pivotal role in what I'm doing now. And I, to have you on is a, like I said, a very big blessing. Cause if you had not given me that push, I would have never done that. And I don't think I could have thrown that leap. You know, we all have it in us, but I, I think when I, when I saw you and what you do for authors, and everyone else that you give so much of yourself and pave it forward, I wanted to do the same. So thank you so much. And thank you. Thank you for having me on the very first beginning or the initial of 2017. Yes, I'm so excited. Yes, it is. It's going to be a great 2017. And like I said, it's, it's a great start to have you on, Adra. And I want people to know who you are. So I want you to tell us about yourself. I know who you are, but I want everyone else to know those that are tuning in to, you know, so you to get to, to get to know you. Well, first of all, I'm just a, a lady from Gary, Indiana. Um, Yay! <laughs> uh, wow. Let's see. I had lived in Detroit, Michigan for, gosh, since I was 23. Awesome. And I had been a teacher for 20 years. Wow. Started my small business and got into writing and, of course, you know, hosting the show and yes. doing the whole critiques and, um, you know, life happens, Sylvia. Yeah, yes. I would have never thought, nobody could tell me that I was coming back home. Wow. If somebody would have told me I would have ended up back home, mm. I'd have laughed like, yeah, right, ha, 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 yeah, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah. But needless to say, um, Dealing with trials and tribulations. Yes. Uh, I lost my very best friend, oh. uh, my heartbreak, my earth angel in October uh, from cancer. Uh, and so I don't notice if you notice, but uh, I'm rocking this short do. I, I, I love it. I love it. I think you look <laughs> great. And I'm, I'm so sorry. My condolences. I know you were dealing with that. That's why I didn't want to pressure you at that time to come on because I know it was it had to have been very hard for you, so. Yeah, but I know my mom would want me to continue to pursue my dreams. Yes. You know, yes. my goals, you know. And 
to continue to do my thing and help individuals as well. And so um, I'm doing what you would call now, not necessarily reinventing the wheel, mm-hmm. but reestablishing myself in my hometown. Yes. Because I would only come here, you know, for holidays. Yeah. And for now, I won't say permanent, but as for now, as we stand, this is my home. Yes. And so right now I'm in the process of figuring out, you know, how to get it, the ball rolling. Yes. Yes. Of course, Chicago, which is only, I want to say a half an hour away. Yes. But I'm excited, Sylvia, especially starting off with this interview that you are providing for me because you are giving back to me. So now, fill me back out there and I can get on that bike and get to riding. Well, you, you do, you did the same for me. It means a lot that you say that, but you've done, you, you did the same for me. So this is, this is a very big coming from you because you did the same for me. And I hope this only takes you higher and higher because what you do, lady, you do it all. You, you really like when they say, how does she do it? I don't know, but you just, you know, the, the way you, you know, as an educator, and I want to ask you more about that. You know, you've been an educator and you do so many things for students and the way you empower your students to, to move forward and, and to follow their dreams is just amazing to me. Thank you. Well, first and foremost, you know, my mother always told me, do whatever you do with love. Yes. And, and if you can't do it with love, then let it be, move on. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, especially in today's era, the 21st century, Um, If you are in teaching nine times out of ten, you've got to love what you do. Yes, you do. Otherwise, it will drive you crazy with the politics involved. Oh, my goodness, yes. Lack of support and the power that has been removed from the educator as a whole. Yes. And so you've got to go in there, actually uh, prayed up and you know, putting God first. Amen. And, and, and being genuine. Because today, in today's time, Sylvia, I can tell you, if you don't love kids in the classroom, or if you don't uh, love taking children to the next level uh, academically, mm-hmm. academic-wise, you'll go crazy. Yes, yes. You'll I, go crazy. I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> and then and, and that's the thing. You, you said it. You have to love what you're doing. you got to put... In this, you know, I'm, I'm a person of faith myself, and I always put my faith and, and the, the teaching that I do, because I'm, I'm an ESL tutor right now, and, I, and I've been a teacher, and I've, I've always loved it. If I didn't love it, then why are you doing it, you know? Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. But, but I wanted to ask you more, like, I know you say you're trying to pave the way to, to doing what you do as far as your radio hosting. Can you tell us how all that got started? Uh, you, I know you've, you've done the book cooks and books. I mean, who doesn't love food and who doesn't love books? And, you know, I had a shout out to urban nation radio cause they were so gracious to me as well, you know, along with you. And it's just amazing. I want you to tell us about that, about your, your different sides that of what you do. Well, you know, the entrepreneurial thing is hot. Mm-hmm. And I mean hot. 
Yes. Fire. (laughs) Or Janelle Monae's new song, Jalapeno. Yeah. From the uh, Hidden Figures soundtrack. That's a great song. (laughs) Yeah. But what's going on today, uh, you have the following, you know, with the economy. um, You had people either losing their jobs or just not satisfied with what they were doing Mm. and just simply... Or people lost their jobs yes. and went back to natural talents. And so this was the era to me of reinvent reinvent the wheel. You know, yes. don't give up. And so I, you know, thank God I hadn't lost my job. I still had my job, but I had other passions that I wanted to follow. Yes. Here's the thing that you and I both know about authors. There are a plethora of authors, yes. writers, yes. Um, and they're writing in every genre. Yes. You, know, you name it, it's out there. And everybody is like, you know, the self-publishing thing was the best thing since sliced bread. With yes. Yes, it is. Because it gave anybody an opportunity who wanted to share their story via fictional or nonfiction mm-hmm. uh, a shot. Yes. An opportunity to actually do it. And so my point, getting back to what I'm saying I had wrote a couple of books, and I know I had a background with socialization skills yes. with the youth yes. and, and acting, etc. But I was I was saying to myself, Adra, you know, you got to do something different. What? Because you have uh, writers that have shows, radio shows. Yes. And you get strategies, and they talk about the books, and then you know you sign off. But what could make your show or segment different from the rest yes and so neither of the two things that i put together are me i just decide to merge the two mm-hmm. to make the show more entertaining yes and so i talked to the owner of urban nation radio jason dixon you know i love yes him. he's great uh, <laughs> i said hey jay you know i got these books and i'm greedy I love to eat. And <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell because you're so slim. You hide it very well. <laughs> so I said to myself, Jen, what if we put a show together where we could have culinary artists, chefs, and restaurant owners from the local uh, southeastern region of Michigan come in every week? Yes. You know, give them some exposure. Mm-hmm. And then we keep our authors coming in. But what would I call it? And so I was thinking above my head, like I had to come up with this yes. so over the top name that people wouldn't know the <laughs> definition in yes. of unless they Googled it or if they didn't Google it, you know, looked in a dictionary. Yes. And he was like, hey, keep it simple. Books and books. And I was like, well, I'm, damn, books and books. That was so, catchy. That That's how men are, though. They, they really, they don't say much, but when they do... <laughs> Yes. are artists and they fall up under the category of culinary and writers are artists they fall up under the category of literary you know and so we yes. combined the two and man was it fire 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 each week was just so fun and enjoyable oh my god loved yes it, loved it, loved it. <laughs> I remember when you first posted on Facebook um, and on that Melissa's uh, Foster's Awesome Support Team you posted about you know doing interviews for authors and now 
And, uh, you know, shout out to Melissa Foster, uh, you know, always uh, paving it forward for authors. And then you came on there and you asked for people who were interested in interviews. And, and you, and I just appreciated that. It was just so amazing to get that foot in the door to, to be able to speak to readers and listeners of your show and, and get that, you know, get that, uh, experience. That was amazing. Well, you did, I would have never known that that was your first time speaking because you weren't nervous, but you know, I try to make sure my goal is to make sure you have a good time. And we're having so much fun on the show that by the time the segment's over, you're like, oh, man, it's over? I can't believe it. You have that voice, though. <laughs> you have that voice that it makes everybody happy. And, 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 and I remember I was like, oh, my God, I'm too chatty because I love to talk. I will talk. And you're like, we only have a certain amount of time. <laughs> I'm like the Oscars. The, the music will probably play in the background. Get her off the stage. Get her off. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And so um, it became a hit and so fun. And everybody would tell me. I would see people, honest to goodness, uh, you know, locally. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't know my name, but they would be like, um, books and cooks, lady. Um, food lady. Um, cooks and books. And I'm like, yes, that's yeah. me. That's me. <laughs> that's yeah. right. I'm Pedro. I'm cooks and books, food lady, book lady, whatever you want to call me. Whatever you want to call me. Just, yeah. yeah, that's correct. They, they began to recognize me, and I felt good because I felt like, you know, at the same time while I'm building myself and what I'm doing, I'm helping other people along the way. And that's just so important to me to remain humble, maintain humility, yes. Yes. stay grounded. You know, you will have highs and you will have lows. Just always remember that you somebody helped you initially mm-hmm. get a start. Somebody had to. Once upon a time, when I wrote my first book, uh, oh goodness, 2005, 11 years ago, mm-hmm. somebody gave me a start. They most certainly did. And so, you yes. know, everybody has a once upon a time. So everybody has to get a start. Yeah. And yeah. so the, the question is, after you get a start, what, where do you go from there? Yeah, exactly. And so that's and that And that's what I was going to get to now, not to interrupt you. You touched on a very good point there. You said you got your start. I want you to talk to us now about your books uh, that you've written, if you don't mind. And then going back to what comes next later, but go, touch up on that. Uh, you got your start and how it, it came about, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, one thing that I will do, Sylvia, and um, I'm called the Energizer Bunny. I've been told I don't sleep. <laughs> um, I would attend forums. And I will attend networking events. Mm-hmm. Even if it was a rough day at school where I had worked all day, I always benefited from going to a shout out to Detroit because it is a Yes, shout out to them. Yeah. I mean, every time I went somewhere, whether it was free before a certain time or a small, uh, you know, a small amount of money to attend, mm-hmm. I've got something out of everything I went to. That's amazing. So, I had just wrote my book, and being a, a first-time author, mm-hmm. I didn't follow the rules. And that's another show we can have. You know, the importance of marketing yourself and having a marketing. Oh, I would love to have you on to speak about that. Yes, yes, yeah, most definitely. Because I just wrote the book, and I was so excited, and I had that part. But everybody knows that you know, once you sell to your parents and your friends, 
you can only sell that book to your family one time. Now, who else is going to buy it and who are you going to market to? Yes. Because see, when I wrote my first book, I didn't have a marketing plan. Yeah. But needless to say, I had just wrote my book, Sylvia. Yes. And I was like, oh my goodness, my, my first book signing is a week from today. I went to a networking meeting. Yes. You know, I introduced myself, and it just so happened to be a very enthusiastic lady there who did a show. Mm-hmm. And she was like, hey, who writes books in here? I need some. In- I need to interview people. And I was like, oh, my goodness. This oh, is wow. Wow. And um, actually, we are still good friends to this day. I, Sherry, uh, if you're listening or if you get a chance to listen, Yay. I love you, sis. And so Sherry did a weekly segment. And she had me come on. And uh, when I did my book signing the following Saturday, yes. I asked individuals, I said, how did you find out, you know, the ones that I were, I was not familiar with their face? I asked them, how did they find out about it? And they were like, we saw you on the show, you know? Yes. And so yes. Uh, media exposure wow. very important if you get it but that was like a blessing right on wow like that was just seven days seven days to prepare i was so excited because i sold for somebody who didn't have a marketing plan 80 books in four hours wow that's amazing if i had a clapper i'd put a little sound effect of a clap somebody clapping and cheering because that's that's just awesome to hear that that's and it is, Sylvia, but what if I would have had a marketing plan? Yes. But would just imagine, that, those 80 books, word of mouth, and then the one. Yes. Interview. It would have been more, yeah. Exactly. And so we live and we learn from what we oh, do. Oh, yes. And yes, we do. And, and so that's how I got my first interview. And to this day, me and that young lady are still good friends, you know? Yes. Um. My second book was released in 2008. Okay. And then, of course, my third book was released in 2013, which is an ebook. All my books are based on tweens. Oh. And for those who don't understand the definition of tweens, those <laughs> are the individuals ranging from 10 to 12. Yes, I have two of them right now. Two of them. My daughter is not there yet. Two boys. That's not easy. <laughs> yeah, and so the tween phase. Uh, my first two books were non-fictional uh, monologues based upon real life stories of what children endured okay. uh, at home. Okay. Sometimes not so good. Some Well, let's just say sometimes not good things. Yeah, or yeah. Good things like real themes that are, that are affecting in the real world for, to them, like that are happening yeah, right yeah. now. And, and so, you know, being a school teacher, they, where do they blow up at? Where they spend the most time at. Oh, it's when you cool. do your studies, a, a child spends more time in the classroom if they come yes. uh, regularly than they do at home. Yes. And so you see that behavior come out yes. in school. Yes. And so, you know, I don't believe that, you know, children are born horrible or bad or, you know, the other verbiage that comes with children that um, have been, what is the word? Children, life has happened to yes. a youngster, and they've been exposed to too many things at a young at age. One, yes, exactly. And so what you're doing is you're seeing the aftermath of what's taking place being brought to the classroom yes. setting. And yes. so to make a long story short, my two books were based upon that, 
Uh, and then, of course, monologues being short acts, which yes. you're to audition for. You know, if you want to audition for a play or you yes. say you want to audition for a commercial or if you want to get into the field of acting or drama, mm-hmm. both of those books were real life or had wow. real life experiences based upon the children that I had taught during that yes, time. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, so what are the names of these books so people can, can check them out? I would love to just kind of throw a plug there for your books because you, you, you talked about them and... So people want to read them. I, we're still, you know, we have other questions to ask, but I want to make sure you kind of share the names of those books, if you don't mind, and where could they find them? Absolutely. My books now, you can get them all via ebook or an ebook version. And so if you go to Smashwords and you type my name, Adra, A-D-R-A, uh-huh. last name Young, the opposite of old. So Adra Young. If you go on to Smash Words, you'll see all three of my books come up. Part one, mm-hmm. uh, which was wrote in 2001, I'm sorry, 2005, mm-hmm. has a yellow cover. Part two, the sequel to that book, is an orange cover. Mm-hmm. And then my Boolean book, my third book, was which, which was, excuse me, my first fictional book, mm-hmm. which was based upon uh, middle school youngsters going through that bullying. Mm-hmm. Epidemic. Oh my and, goodness! And that uh, book cover is a combination of yellow and orange, and the counselor is in a silhouette. No, the counselor is not in a silhouette. Forgive me, but the children that don't fit in, that are mm. being bullied, they're they're in silhouette covered in, in black, and oh. that represents you know the misfits. They don't fit in. Yes, yes. And so it's a great story for middle school youngsters because you had so many high school books on bullying and then of course you have the ones for youngsters which have more you know pictures in it yes uh the, you know shorter to read but this one was just right it was just what the doctor ordered because yes. it was something in the middle yeah in know, the middle of middle school yeah and so you can find all three of those books actually three for three you can get all three of my books for three dollars on smash words well well there there you have it on the, on the, her books um uh, for Adria Young, or I say Adria Robbins because you also have That's that name, fine. right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. That's yes. fine. Actually, uh, I had to rid my Adria Young Facebook page because it had got hacked. Oh, and goodness. so I chose not to use it anymore, and I went back to my maiden name, which was Robbins. Robbins. And so yeah. that's fine. Oh, okay. Young Robbins would say. <laughs> oh, no, no problem. No problem. But I was going to say, how do you balance everything, Adria? You know, Adria? How do you balance everything? Like, you know, you, you, cause you're also a food critic. We haven't even gotten to that. You know, yes. you do that too. I know you love food, but you're, that's another facet that you have that of the many multi things that you do. And the, the number one way to balance things is to be consistent and whatever you're going to give time to or whatever, you know, career career versus business mm-hmm. you have to make time and you have to be you have to balance and you have to be on the continuum does that make sense yes yes because you can't afford the minute that you stop it's going to be too much yes. for you so if you do just enough 
maybe like Marco when I did the show and the food critic thing mm -hmm. I obligated I had to work a full time job as a teacher Wow! and so I would dedicate six additional hours to my you know the food critic thing and the radio yes. show yeah. because you know now that you do a radio show it, it's not just you get on the internet or you go live you have to for that now yes yes you know it, it's some organization set a schedule out yep yes and you notice people that just hop on and don't have an agenda or are not structured you can tell that they, they <laughs> yeah you, you really can yes so i've been i i was on one i'm not gonna name who but i was on <laughs> one uh not too long ago where that was just a mess <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. i'm not gonna call out who it was but it was a mess yeah so don't take, you know, that's your name. You're trying to build yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't take that for granted, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, don't assume that. No, you, know, you have to be prepared. Somebody else do it and that it's always just simple uh, because it's not. That person makes it look as if it's easy. And that's not the case. They're just passionate about it. And so when you are passionate about something, it just becomes more natural. It doesn't make it easy. It's just. You love what you're doing, so you can go with the flow of it. Yes, exactly. And so, exactly. Yeah. And so I would dedicate just to that show alone and preparing, honestly, four to six hours. And that was that would be do go to a restaurant, yeah. eat, have that food review up mm -hmm. so that people can read it and make sure that the preparation for the show, the guests are on and they know what it exactly is expected of them yes and so yeah. i made sure every week every week every week and then you know there'd be vacations like holidays i take advantage of the holiday breaks being a teacher and mm -hmm. then sometimes you know on certain holidays with the radio station excuse me they were closed too yeah and that's when i could really get it in mm -hmm. but don't use your time wisely and effectively Yes. To make sure that when you go online or whatever you're doing, it goes as smoothly as possible. Yes, yes. So consist consistency and, you know, just do right by it yes. because it's yours. And if you do right by it, other people will see it. Yes. And you'll know it because they'll tell you. They'll be like, you know, I love that show. Or who's going to be on this week? Or Mm -hmm. You know, you would have people say, I, I appreciated your honest, or I've had restaurant people tell me, owners, I appreciated your honest opinion. Yes, on, exactly. You know, what you said. Because um, sometimes my critiques weren't always good, Sylvia, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm like, I hope they're not mad at me. No, but you have to be, you have to say the truth. I mean, it's like book reviews. Sometimes we don't want to see those reviews that are not great, but... It, for me, it's more of a, a it built, it helped me uh, work on the book, my next book better. I don't know that work, if that's the word. Like, I, I, when I review a book, if I can't give it at least a certain amount of stars, I'll email that author and tell them what I thought respectfully. But, it, you know, I've had some rough ones and I just kind of say, well, maybe I need to work on it a little bit better. And I, instead of taking it in the negative form, for me, it's always I find something positive in there. Yeah. And, and then you do have people that can be anal. Here's my thing on it. Mm. Is your review 
constructive criticism or are you trying to shred somebody on the strength mm-hmm. that you have a solid reputation for being a reviewer? Yeah. Because you have some people that get off on just writing mean crap, which mm-hmm. is not cool. No. You know? But if you're going to tell that person what you would have expected or perhaps the second book, what to write, yes. um, so be it. But you know, don't shred a person to the point where they're just... No, don't attack the person personally. If you have an issue with the book or what you think, they give constructive <laughs> criticism. There's some people that will go directly and attack that author, and I think that's wrong, or whomever it is. You need to be constructive and tell them what to work on, but not personally shred them, like you said, because we need yeah. to we need to be humble and kind. Those are the, I think there's a song, a country singer sings it, and that song, humble, be humble and kind all the time. That's what. That's, that's, yeah. And and that's how I feel. You know, don't you to do somebody like that is just terrible. But hey, I've been told I'm too kind. I don't think I'm kind. I I, I believe I'm. Fair. I'm fair. Firm. You're fair. Yeah. I'm fair. And I'll tell you now, just because I tell you does not mean you need to follow my advice, but I will give you. Yeah, if you, yeah, opinion. you're trying to give, give a advice on it. If, if, if they, well, however they, you choose to take it, that's something else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you want that instead of telling some, for example, I had two people uh, edit my third book. Mm-hmm. And I honestly believe because of the relationship that I had with this other writer, they didn't do any editing. And so I gave it to another friend who writes well, and she was like, girl, you better not print this. You know, go ahead and look at it again. Mm-hmm. I did not take that personally. What if I would have wrote, that's my third book. So your, yeah. your books are supposed to get better. Not go, Yeah mechanics and grammar yes and you know the structure of your sentences are supposed to flow better than your first book and so for me to uh release my third book you know i guess being anxious and just wanting it to get out of there because sometimes you can see other people like well they just released another book and and here i am it's not a competition you release it when you're ready to release it that, that, that's right. And so sometimes we can get caught up with that, you know, kind mm-hmm. of stuff too, instead of the quality just releasing something. So I mm-hmm. hope you all listening to me, you know, and as Sylvia said, you know, release it when it's time. Don't just release anything just to release it. And no, I've learned. I've learned from that. And, and, and I was in the same boat you were by letting friends review your book as much as you care, unless you trust this friend i finally got with this friend who she has a, a major uh of in english and i wanted her to give me my second pair of eyes and she also said if i were you i'd go back and refix this because you're putting this out there and you want it to be your best work not and like you said when you're going on your third book i'm working on my third book now and if if it does it that's supposed to be it better not worse so yeah <laughs> And then you've got these critics that are not nice. They're looking for that. They, they are looking for you to <laughs> have it not together. So they can rip you to the shreds. Yes. And yes. so you want to make sure you get an editor. You want somebody's honest opinion. I recommend you get somebody that's non-biased or someone that's not a relative. Yes. That will yes. tell you, not hurt you, you know, 
or belittle you, but at the same time, tell you what you need Yeah, to be frank. Be frank and, and be honest and say, you know what? This is what I think. I'm not saying you have to change it, but this is my opinion. I will, I think you need to look, go back and look at this. <laughs> yes. And that's Absolutely. the best way. That's the best way things work. And that's one thing people have said. You take criticism very well. I've learned to take criticism well. Um, I've, I've grown as a person and now as I'm older, I've gotten better with it. I wasn't so good with it in the beginning. So I've learned to be more, okay, let's not get upset. Let's just kind of take a deep breath and all right, this, I, I can listen now. I'm actually listening, not hearing because anyone can hear, but it takes a lot of skill to listen to what the person's actually telling you. Yeah, keep in mind a person that's giving you real constructive criticism, mm -hmm. their aim for you is to grow. Yes. Not to, not to cut you, <laughs> so that you can grow. That, yeah. that That's the, you know, a real uh, editor or reviewer. Yes. They really want you to Yes, grow. yes. And, and I've had those. I've had, um, when I started with you, you know, you gave me my first chance and I've had other people, I've been on their show as well after you, thanks to you opening the door. And I've had a few tell me, you know, we, it's not that I don't like your work. It's just that you need, you know, I think you could do better and, and they're right. And you don't see it at the time, but you start thinking about it and then you say, you know what? I can, they're right. I can see it. They're, they're telling me because they care. And that's what takes, that's what separates people. Now it's, it's, I know we, we have to treat others with respect, but their honesty is one of the best things that I feel a friendship builds on or people that you work with. Honesty is one of the biggest things for me. And as long as the person's honest, I have no problem with it. As long as they're actually telling you what, 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 what will help you in the long run. Yes. And so there we have it. Yeah. There we <laughs> yes, exactly. And I was going to tell you, what is the best advice like for you that has helped you? Um, it, what is something, we, first of all, what is something we don't know about you? And what is, what is a piece of advice that you can share that you live by? It's a deep question, I isn't I'm it? always, for the most part, despite of whatever I've gone through, I've made it my point not to punish others or make people feel bad because of what I'm going through yes. or what I'm doing. Yes. And so my mother taught me that. Yes. Just because life is not great or good at this point does not necessarily mean or does not mean that you have to be great or good and take it out on other individuals. Yes, yes. And so I'm learning with everything that I've gone through for the last, um, I want to say, goodness, almost three months. Yes. You know, to, to maintain just, yes. um, gratitude. Yes. I'm still thankful for, and I'm still blessed, despite of everything that I've been through. Um, remember to, I, I'm just a firm believer, if a person is serious and I can give them some expertise mm -hmm. on what I'm good at, if I've got the time and if you're serious, we can talk and I'll help you. So I believe in giving back and helping and paying forward. That's if you're serious. You know, you have some yes. people, you know, they'll say they want help and, mm -hmm. you know, you stick your hand out, but they don't 
extend no. your hand back, then you know it's a waste of time. Yes. I, I believe in, ooh, Sylvia. Yes. I am just firm on wasting people's time. You know, prime example, you and I talked several times. Mm-hmm. I just think it's so inconsiderate, you know, to set a date or to say that you're going to do something professionally. Mm-hmm. And you're not able to do so. You don't have an explanation that no one has heard from you. I have no tolerance for that. Yes. Because I would never do that. Yes. And so, you know, you respect people's time. Yes. You show gratitude. Yes. Uh, when life feel, uh, gives you lemons, you, you put some sugar and water with those lemons and make some lemonade or honey if you want to. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I always try to be consistent like you were to me. With set a schedule. If you're going to do it, do it. If you're not, please be, tell the person in advance, we're not going to do this. Not just a drop everything and the person makes time to talk to you. That's just, I, I have no tolerance for that either. You're right. Unless there's like some sick sickness or illness or something's going on personally, that's different. But if it's just, oh, well, you know, I had Adron. You know what? I'm just gonna tell her no. I can't do that. I, I we have to talk. Kind of like what you did for me. You always took the time to, even you. You know, with your busy schedule as a teacher, you know, you you had your show as you said, dedicate six extra hours to doing everything. You can do that. The rest of us can do that too. I'm a mom. I have kids. I have. I'm a wife. Everything. But I always, if I'm gonna do this, this is why I set this show up to to give people what they need to hear kind of like what you were saying be consistent and not waste people's time that's the thing yeah Yeah. i've kind of grown a little bit these um last three months too sylvia and i'm not trying to um over impede with religion but just talking to god yes i'm getting so much i pray every night but you're fine i'm i'm really getting into that now i'm don't know if I was humbled. Maybe perhaps I was humbled by the loss of my brother, but I have conversations with God. I do. I have well, to. you know what? Faith is <laughs> faith plays a big role in my, and I think I'm I'm taking more time to be grateful to Him for all He does, and and, and, and not to disrespect anyone else. I know there's people who have different beliefs, but we both are people of faith, and I think that for me, I'm I'm glad to hear that that's helping you because I know that. When I lost my dad, this was a long time ago, it still feels like yesterday at times. And I, I can only imagine, I can't even imagine how you're feeling now. I know we had a loss uh, today back home of, of, of my best friend's uh, aunt died. We were very close to her too. And I, uh, it, 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 it does affect you. And I can't even imagine what it's doing to you now. So I, I you, you, you do whatever helps you. And if God is the way to help you, that's. That's that's the way to go, you know. Yes, yeah. That's the way for everybody. You'll figure it out sooner or later. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> we just have to get there. Everyone has their their way to get there, and it's been so amazing to have you and to share, you know, your kind words, your time, and I know you get emotional still, and 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 with with you know, and I I really, like I said, appreciate so much that you came on. And I, and I hope to have you on again, and I hope whatever path you, you now are directing to, towards, it's going to be a wonderful one. And I'm glad you're back home. And, and it's like I said, we all, you know, we, we, I had to go back home at one point too, and I'm in North Carolina again, and 
we all have different paths we have to follow. So whatever it is that you do, Miss Miss Adria, I know you're gonna do a great job. Thank you, Sylvia. That means the world to me. Thank you for having me on, and you know, getting this, getting my uh, juices flowing again. You know. Yeah. No. Exactly. So if and and it's been a pleasure. But if people want to follow you, where where do you have somewhere they can look you up? To find more about you right now, do you have something where they can go and follow you? Absolutely, um, they can go to Instagram. Okay. And if you go to Cooks and Books on Instagram, I'm on there. As a matter of fact, I'm following you, Sylvia. Okay, <laughs> I'm not so good at Instagram. I'm getting the hang of it. I look lost in there. <laughs> but but uh, okay. I'm on Twitter at Ardenel A R D A N N Y L. Again, if you would like to get that three for three, all three of my books for those youngsters ranging from the ages of 10 to 12, uh, please sure to look up Adra Rob, I'm sorry, Adra Young yeah. on Smash Words. And of course, Facebook. You can always catch me on Facebook at Adra Robbins. Yes, and it's at one, one B, right? R-O-B-I-N-S, right? That's right, the sign. See? That's right. See, I got it right. I didn't get it confused, but... Thank you so, so much. And like I said, this is Sylvia Stein in the Artist Room with the amazing Adra Young, Adra Robbins Young. And I hope to see you guys here again here. And the podcast will be available through potbean.com on your mobile device. It's available on iTunes as well as, I believe, Google Play. So uh, thank you for joining us. I'm going to leave you with this jazzy 44th Street short uh, or medium. I'm sorry, 44th Street Long on my GarageBand sound tune, uh, jazzy sound. And uh, I will see you all next time. Thank you for joining us.